0: I am
1: Neil.
0: I'm Veronica. We fell in love when we were 16, and here we are talking about what life is all about for us. Thank you for joining us.
1: This is a Life Is Podcast with Neil and Veronica. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the special series called Life Is About Perspectives,
0: where we welcome amazing souls from our community to share with us and all of you what life is all about for them.
1: We hope you enjoy this week's guest.
0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Life Is with Neil and Veronica. I get to do the intro this time. And we're actually doing Life Is About Perspectives, our second episode. And so we want to welcome you to this episode and also welcome Josie. So Josie is a really important part of our life. So Josie is a coach. You've heard us talk about cheer and our oldest being in cheer and all of these amazing things that it brings her and us and life lessons. And so you're going to hear all about this. So Josie is a very important part of our life. She has taught our daughter so much. And I know that our daughter looks up to her immensely. So we're very excited and very happy to have Josie on here because everybody needs a Josie. Basically, everybody needs someone in their life that is going to be that role model that is going to cheer them on, that is going to just lift them up. Um So Josie, you're going to be the new Jamie. Everyone's saying Jamie Lee Curtis. You're going to be the new, <laughs> everyone's going to be like, Oh, you're Josie because you're so awesome. Oh my so,
1: <laughs>
0: so I guess we'll turn it over to you. Do you want to just say like a quick hello, say hi to everyone that's listening and introduce yourself?
2: Yeah, for sure. So hi guys, I'm Josie. I am so excited to be doing this. I'm really thankful for this opportunity and I'm really thankful to be in your oldest daughter's life. It's been really incredible watching her grow as a human and as an athlete over these last two years, um, I've been cheerleading for 10 years, so more than half of my life. So it's been a really, really big part of my life. And I've made incredible friendships that have lasted through those 10 years and I know will last my entire life and relationships with coaches that have just impacted me in so many positive ways that I will forever be thankful for.
0: That is amazing. So thank you for making the time to be here. I feel like we could probably spend hours talking about all of these different things and we might need to have you on over and over and over again (laughs) Um, because there is so much. Like, so I feel like for, and I'm just going to put it out there, like for your age, I feel like we are constantly so impressed by like your wisdom, your expertise on things, your outlook on life, because, you know, Neil and I were just saying we just learned some of these things in the last like year or two of our lives. Yes,
1: no doubt. It was like a jaw dropping moment. And I think the number one question that I wanted to start with was, okay, let's, tr- let's We're going to go all the way back to last year and you and the coaches decided to have a conversation with them and talk to them about controlling what you can control and not worrying about the other teams were there. And she came home and she told us this story. And I think we looked at each other and we were just like.
0: We can't pay you enough for these messages, basically, <laughs> to teach them this
1: stuff. So we, I, uh, we said to each other, we said, where did these young ladies learn such an incredible message so early in their lives? Because like Veronica said, we didn't learn that until we were like in our mid-30s so where and how did you learn that message and like how has that impacted your life being so young
2: oh my gosh a lot of what i take with me through cheer doesn't actually well okay a lot of it does come from the many many coaches that i've had but a lot of it comes from my mom my mom Yeah, she is the best. She has taught me so many different things. A, she's my best friend. (laughs) So number one, let's get that out of the way. She's my best friend, my biggest supporter. And cheer has been the biggest part of my life for sure. And it's taught me great lessons and coaches always would tell us, You can't control what everybody else is gonna do, only what your team is gonna do. So it's just important that we keep passing these things on to the younger kids because who doesn't like to win? Let's be real here (laughs) in the nicest way possible. But um, yeah, it's always important for them just to understand that all you can do is your best. And that's all that matters. If you go out there, you do your best and you have fun. And then that's what matters at the end of the day. But a lot of that has definitely come from my mom. She was always, we're very competitive. I have lots of older brothers. So we were definitely competitive household growing up. But she would always remind us no matter what, just have fun because that's what matters.
0: That is an amazing message. And I love that you keep passing that on I feel like wow like just powerful like technically I guess we could end right here <laughs> no but that's amazing um and so did you have a follow-up to that yeah
1: and I think we uh, have talked about this a lot in the first like two months of this podcast and it's about community and um I've said it before here the number one factor in happiness in anybody's life is having community and the cheer community and specifically, I even feel like the community at our cheer gym is absolutely amazing. Um, and before um, we joined the cheer gym, obviously COVID was around and we could start to slowly see the effects it had, especially on our oldest, not being in school, not having a sense of purpose, not having a sense of belonging because we were doing all these um, virtual things. Uh, and then along came cheer and that community. Um, so when you're at these events, when you're at the gym, you can, you can feel what that community is. And we've seen an immense difference in her. So what has been for the last 10 years of your life, having a community so early on done for you? Um, and just what does it mean to you?
2: Oh, my gosh cheerleading is unlike anything i've ever done i played a lot of different sports growing up and nothing ever really fully stuck my older cousins did cheer and they're the reason that i got into it i started out with gymnastics but i got tall really fast my mom was like try cheer it looks like fun and i walked in on my very very first day and i met my coach partner in crime and my best friend on my very first day, and I knew from that moment that this was something that was always, always, always going to be in my life. It, cheerleading is hard. There's a lot of hard things about it. It's physically hard. It's mentally hard. But at the same time, you grow up with these people around you who become your family, and they're always there building you up and keeping you going and it's so encouraging and just like, ah, just warms you up on the inside while also making you tougher. And it teaches you good lessons about winning and losing and being there for people. And I think that has what's like really helped me through my life, especially with COVID. I, COVID started when I was in grade 10, which is kind of gonna tell people how old I am, but that's (laughs) that's totally fine with me. I was in grade 10 And I didn't go back to school for 11th grade. I stayed home through the whole entire year. And being in and out of cheer was 10 times harder for me than not going back to school. Because cheer is my home. The cheer gym has been my home for the last 10 years. And it's just that community is unlike anything else. It's better than school. I can't really say it's better than family, but cheer is my family, so. <laughs> but it it really is an amazing and amazing place to be. And knowing that I have friendships from, with people that I met on my first day in that gym, and I'm still friends with them today is just so amazing. So that community has done so much for me. It's taught me things that have nothing to do with cheer too. So I think that's like The best part is that it's just given me lessons about the sport as well as things that I'll always use in life. So
0: I think that that's really incredible that, you know, and it sounded like you knew what like you just knew. Right. So I think that's like a big message as well is that sometimes you just know when something is a fit and something makes your heart happy, something fills you up. Um, but I do want to let everyone know, like I, one of the reasons also why I feel like I'm so impressed. I feel like what you do in life, I'm like, wow. (laughs) So, you know, it's like you're balancing so much. And we always say actually balance is like garbage. It's all about integration, but how, do you manage like all of those different pieces that are happening in your life, and you just recently said like you're moving too on top of things, so you're your own athlete on a world's team, which by the way, you've had a wicked weekend, so I want to talk about that too um but you're coaching these little ones, and like you know when I was an adolescent, like I wanted to sleep till like two in the afternoon and you're up like <laughs> and you're up with these little ones like at the competition really early, like sometimes before sunlight, I feel like. And then competing. And then competing. And then you were like subbing in on a team, like at the one competition. We were just like, oh my goodness. So how, like, how do you integrate all of that? Oh gosh.
2: Oh, I can't say that I just go with the flow because that is something that doesn't work for me. I'm a very like organized person. I need things to always be happening my way, which doesn't always work. I'm kind of a control freak if you haven't noticed by now. <laughs> um, yeah. Having people in my corner is what gets me through it. Knowing there are other coaches at the gym that can help me out and knowing my mom is always going to support me no matter like what I want to do is what helps me get through everything. Like I love, love, love coaching. And my mom was my biggest supporter when I decided to take a year off from school and not go to university this year, which was a very, very big decision for me. Um, And I am still cheering, which is phenomenal because I'm so broken, but (laughs) physically, but um, (laughs) yeah, no, she really is my biggest supporter and she is how i i feel like i'm just gonna talk about my mom the whole time but great (laughs) she she is really really my biggest supporter and she's run two businesses on her own she raised five kids like so watching the way that she managed things has also helped me figure out how to properly manage my time and make sure Mm -hmm. i get everything done and i don't get too like overwhelmed and stressed but I love coaching and I love cheer so when I decided that I needed one more year to be an athlete and to keep coaching because I coach two teams I coach classes but she was my biggest supporter and she was like if this is what's going to make you happy then that's what you need to do so she's always there to help me like figure everything out and make sure everything gets done
0: there are so many big messages there. And again, I feel like, you know, we were so impressed with like your perspective on things before. And now every sentence you're saying, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's gold. And that's gold. And that's gold. And it is, it's like having people in your corner. That's a great message. And I know we, like Neil and I talked about that one time and I was like, you know, like if I said to him, like, I want to start like selling black pepper, he would be like, yeah, go for it it. Like, that's awesome. You know, like it could be something so random like that. But to know that if that's something that you want to go for, that's big for you, you know, that you're feeling that. Like, that's a huge, a huge message for sure.
1: Yeah. I want to go back to what you were saying, uh, because there was a moment when we were watching some of the routines that the, the girls do. And you were in tears. Veronica was in tears watching it. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I know they're really like, they're doing a really (laughs) great job. Right. Uh, and she goes, no, it's not what the girls are doing. It's what the other girls watching them are doing. Um, and there's this one girl that Veronica is on the hunt to track down her parents because she is the loudest cheerleader for uh, the girls team. And you can hear her on every video. And Veronica's just, again, going back to the community and going back to the support. Um, and just going back to having those people in your corner, she is the loudest one there, cheering them on every time that you send us videos of their routine. And we're like, wow. Again, it just goes to show what messages that this cheer gym gives us, what that community gives them, because it um, it's a message from the top down. And it's not it's not that all cheer gyms are like this because you know some of them are so big that they just don't have that sense of family. Um so yeah like do you want to talk about how you came to tears the one day watching that?
0: Yeah and I probably talked about it a lot before and like I'll probably show you at some point offline Josie <laughs> But there is this one voice and she's like Yeah you got this yeah keep going like and then she starts counting for them and then she's like counting it's the best. And even actually at the one competition, like they were the ones after awards. So they were the first to come out of the tunnel, which gave time for a lot of the other teams to like get settled in. Mm -hmm. And they were all doing like the, the gym cheer. And I'm like crying. Cause usually like in competition, I get to like this mode where I don't breathe, I feel like, and I just watch. And then (laughs) for everyone that's only listening, you should see Josie's reaction to that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And then after I'm like, okay. Like, I just feel like it's like this out of body thing. Like I'm watching her do her thing in her team and it's amazing, but there was time to sit there and kind of soak it up. And all of these teams, it is, it's that community. They are all coming on to cheer them on. And, you know, like really like, like yell out loud, like cheering for them. And at her age of eight, I was like, wow, to have that because there are messages out there that like, you know, you don't belong in places or you don't fit in or you don't, you're not good enough or like your body's not good enough or like you can't do the things or girls are mean. And there's a lot of that, right? And today is like pink shirt day. We're talking about be kind and to like, you know, lift one another up and all of that anti-bullying. Um, but wow, like that is, that is what moved me.
2: Yeah, it, we have a really big thing at our gym where just everybody supports everybody. And being in a female dominated sport, normally everybody thinks, oh, girls, they're so catty and like they can be so mean to each other. And just being in a sport that really is just like predominantly female, I've never seen <laughs> so many girls be in a room together just having the time of their lives like it's so amazing and going to competitions and having all the teams like from our gym watching even teams from other gyms too people are cheering and screaming and it's just the words of encouragement that I hear even coming from the littles now and I'm like I'm doing something right because you're cheering everybody on like and yeah. your parents are teaching you the right things, your teachers at school, like it a big thing that me and my co-coach have really been working on is teaching the kids how to cheer for each other. They like to watch, and sometimes they're young, so I get it. But they sit there and they stare and I'm like, You gotta cheer for them. Use your words, <laughs> like clap your hands, and they sit there and I'm like, Give them something. <gasps> and they're like, Oh, okay. So then something might be going wrong and they're like, you can do it. Keep going. And I'm like, yes, you're figuring it out. Like keep helping them, keep encouraging them. And just watching them do it for teams, not even from our gym. And that's when I'm like, you've got this, like you're going to do fine in this life. If you know that you're always going to be there to cheer on people, you don't even know. And you may never even meet or never see again in this life. Like knowing that, they're gonna cheer everybody on. That's like the best part.
0: That's amazing. Um, and so, like, I didn't know that you coached them to also cheer other teams on. So that is so neat, and I see that. And I mean, there's a couple things that I want to touch on with that because number one um, is the pinning. That was cool. So there, you know, I have a friend that's in cheer. This is their first year, and they were like, like, yo. Some weirdo just came and put a clothespin on my daughter's backpack, and I was like, "What's good? It's good." And the same thing happened to me last year. I was like, what? "Why is someone putting
2: a clothespin on our
0: backpack?" And so, like, do you want to touch on that and explain like what that's all about?
2: So, I love that tradition. It's such a big thing with cheerleaders, and like, you decorate them and you put like words of encouragement on them. My first world, I got pinned by this team called Miss Silver. They're still a team, which I think is so cool. And I was like, oh, my gosh, I got pinned by this team, and I'd never heard of them. And then the next day it was finals, and they won. And I was like, I got pinned by a world champion. Like, oh this is God. the coolest thing that's ever happened to me. And I think it's so fun because the girls love to do it to other athletes but it's also really fun to receive because it doesn't matter what gym you've come from what you look like nothing like it doesn't matter people are like oh I'm gonna go pin that person and it's like you've got this or you're amazing smile big and it's like words of encouragement and like just good there's always good messages or they're decorated really fun which I it, That's what I love. They're all (laughs) sparklier. They're painted like the gym color. And I just think it's so cool that everybody's like, I'm going to pin you because I like your backpack or I like your uniform or something. Like they do it for random reasons, but I think it's really great that everybody's like, I want to encourage this person. Here you go. Congratulations. Like, I think it's a really good message and it's cheering other athletes on kind of in silence, you know, that there's people being there for you. You might not hear them, but you still know that they're there, which I think is really cool.
1: Yeah. I think that's a message that I think anybody can take from this is like, you can just send somebody a word of encouragement. You can just let them know like that they're doing a great job. It doesn't have to be for any reason because when you receive that message out of the blue it just makes you feel so like like people are appreciating you people see you when you're seen field and heard it just means the world to that person mm-hmm. um so yeah I, I know that's a great mm-hmm. message and it can apply to anything not just in uh, the world of cheer
0: and i think that's the thing too is that like this is a competitive sport very and like in the competitive realm so i will be honest and i don't think i've ever told you this actually So Neil and I had a conversation probably a couple weeks before we officially signed her up and it was a random conversation. And I was like, we are never doing competitive sports in this house. Nobody, none of our kids are doing a competitive sport.
1: It got, it got like semi (laughs) heated.
0: It's the only heated debate that Neil and I have ever. had. I play
1: competitive sports. She did not. And she declared it to be like (laughs) the, um, like not the root of evil, but like, let's (laughs) just say it was like, it's going to maybe put them down the wrong path because let's be honest, there are a lot of sports that are very um, toxic uh, and that can create a really bad sense of self and community. Um, And it's it's not male or female, but I'm sure we all know which sports those can be. So we had this debate and she declared it. Uh, Our oldest goes and she does four different summer camps and she tries out four different sports And she declares, I want to do cheer. And we said, okay, let's do cheer. And we put her in and then it got competitive real quick because she's pretty athletic. And we had to make a decision and I'm so glad we did because it turned out to be the exact opposite of what you expected it to be.
0: Exact, exact opposite. I ate my words so fast for sure, foot in mouth. And one of the first practices I don't think I shared this story with you, but it was an eye-opening moment for me. And I knew at that moment, I was like, we are in the right spot. Is that, you know, Neil had mentioned because of COVID, because of different things, she was starting to like kind of shut down almost like she wasn't herself anymore. And when these, all these activities started opening up, it was that summer that like, she was able to do this again. So, you know, she was, as Neil mentioned, she was trying out like different teams and everything. And then we finally landed on yours, which like, this is like a synchronicity thing. I am certain for sure as well, which has just been such a huge blessing. But there was this one moment where, um, so in last year's routine where like they did that roll, the, I don't know these names. Okay. So you're going to totally laugh at me, but it, it was, was like a like ripple. And then the she had to do like, the, the, yeah. like, it was like a handstand kind of. Like tripod the thing.
2: Bridge. Yeah. Yes. yeah. We called it the tripod. We let
0: the this kids. The do tripod. Them. Yeah. So. This is the first time. And and at one point you were doing like the isolated where like everyone's in a circle. Everyone's going to try it like in succession. So it came to her turn and she is like standing against the wall. And, um, you know, I, I can't remember who it was, but they were like, okay, it's your turn. And she just kind of stood there and they were like, do you not want to go? And she didn't even have words. Like I knew in that moment, I was like, okay, I want to see how this plays out. <laughs> And she shook her head. She didn't even say no. She just shook her head. And the response that she got was, okay, you can try next time if you want. And I was like, done, deal. How much money can I give you? (laughs) Like That was the best moment ever. And it was just a season filled with that. And then another season filled with so many of those. So like teaching them to cheer on others. And she did. So she actually has a cousin that is in the same level the same competitive level because they're born three days apart and so at the one competition it was like they performed and then there was another team and then her cousin performed so I went to go pick her up and she's running down the stairs and she goes she's gonna do so good I know she's gonna do so good she's like I think I want to win though but like she's gonna do so good (laughs) and I was like that is awesome
1: yeah it was competitive, but encouraging. She said, I want, I, want to do, I want to do better than her, but I want her to do well. So, like, I want to come first and her, she comes second, basically.
2: I love that. I think that's really funny. It's been a crazy two years, for sure, especially last season. Like, we ended up in lockdown in January, too, and it made me a little nervous. I was a little scared just because COVID messed with a lot of kids. Like, it threw kids off. They missed important, like, formative years of their lives, which was awful. i not even going to get started because I could talk about it forever. But it was amazing watching your oldest walk in on her first day, this shy, quiet cross. <laughs> I'm sure she was not like that at home, but she walked in and she was quite shy and quiet and she wasn't really sure what to expect. And she walked out her last day of last season a completely different person. Yep. She walked out with confidence and friendships and just an entirely new like outlook on things. And I was like, this is a kid that's going to be in this sport for a very long time and make so many friendships, she couldn't even count them on her two hands. Like, she's gonna have so many people to just always be there for her. And I'm like, this is a kid who I need to coach for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, won't, yeah, yeah, we won't disagree
0: with that at all. <laughs>
2: yeah, like, it's been really, really amazing watching her grow. And I think the coolest part, and this is something that my mom always tells me, is watching me over the last 10 years do things that she never could have imagined she would see me do like being able to just do a standing backflip. She's like, what is that? Like, why can you just do that? I'm like, it's my party trick. I think it's so (laughs) fun, but like your, your, your kid has this athleticism that some parents are like, my kid's a runner. And you're like, my kid can backflip. (laughs) Like, It's so, so cool. And I think it's been so amazing watching her grow in so many different ways. Like she's so much stronger than she was last year, mentally and physically, like watching her get new skills. And when, when she gets a new skill, the look on her face is like, I just did it. And I'm like, I know. (laughs) And (laughs) And I'm like, it's the best thing in the whole entire world with all athletes but with your oldest she's just always so excited and I know she's competitive I know she's so (laughs) competitive but she has this determination and this work ethic that is unlike any other kids (laughs) so in it to win it and I think it's really great because she encourages the other kids on the team while also trying to make herself better which is phenomenal and it's really really amazing watching her do that so
0: it reminded me of like you had sent me a video when she did get a new skill and I know it wasn't like the first time because like you know there's this thing where like they have to do it a couple times before you're like okay now you ring the yeah three times you ring the bell then it's official so you sent me a video but at the tail end of that video you were like screaming and it was the best thing again that I had ever heard because I'm like listen to that genuine excitement. And again, like for her to feel like that energy and like to feel like that, like passion and love and to know, again, like people are rooting for her for these things. Right. And it's about like, yes, she got a skill, but it's not even about that. It's like about all the things that got to that point or like, it's just an indication of so much more. And so hearing, like, that excitement, like, we were just like, oh, my goodness. Again, like, we can't pay all of you enough for this. The life lesson
1: she learned in in two years is just, um, it's worth every penny. And we will keep paying for it as as long (laughs) as we can. Because, um, yeah, it like, for us, like, having uh, people outside of our household to supplement our thoughts and feelings for her uh, to grow up into yeah, we can just, we, we we knew it, like you said, from that moment that um, she was at that practice and they just accepted her feelings for what they were and they didn't push her. It was just like, you know, you knew, like you said, she was in the right spot. She yeah. was in amazing yeah. hands. And we were just like, yeah, you take it from here. We'll keep dropping her off as much as we want.
0: But that's how you learn and grow too, is through safety. And that's something that you're so good at is creating this space for them to be open to learning, right? Like they don't, like, I think in certain situations, our bodies can kind of shut down. And so to just be in that kind of, you know, that frame of mind and everything too. So you came off of a big weekend. I do want to spend a little bit of time on this because (laughs) I think that was huge. And again, like, you know, being her coach, watching you is a whole other experience as well to be able to cheer you on and seeing you do big things.
2: Oh my gosh. So I actually really have to admit my favorite part about coaching is knowing that there's little eyes watching. It's so cool knowing that the littles and the younger kids in the gym are watching the world's teams, not even just my team or just me, but my entire team or the other two world's teams in the gym and they watch and they're just like, this is why I'm doing this. That was me. I walked in my first day. I was eight. And I actually, funny enough, got put on a junior team because the age grid was a little bit different, but I was with girls a lot older than I was. And, but it's just so cool watching m- my kids watching me. I'm like, this is now another reason why I do this. Like, it's one of the big reasons why I love to coach because I'm like, I've, I've done this sport for so long and I've had athletes in our gym, as well as in gyms in the States and other gyms in Canada. And I'm like, that's where I want to be one day. And that's what I want to be doing. And knowing that there are littles watching, saying the same thing about me, like, that's the coolest thing in the whole entire world. Like, that's such a cool feeling, knowing that there are kids that are like, that's my coach look at her and I'm like oh my god guys like this is awesome'
1: they make, they make there, right
0: oh yeah a <laughs> thousand percent and like we like we were refreshing we're like where's the video where's the video <laughs> they just performed where's the video
2: <laughs> yeah yeah it was a big weekend for us as well we were we came second which was really good we were really happy about that and we even had a practice in Kitchener before we competed. So, and even like two weekends ago, being in Montreal with the rest of the gym and like knowing that you guys were there and you were sending me all kinds of pictures of your oldest, like, she's here, she's ready. And I was like, oh my God. Like, and it's so, like, it's such a really great feeling knowing that I have, I don't know if this is gonna make me sound bad, but like knowing that I have even more people in my corner now, I'm like, this is so cool. Like, I don't even have words to describe it. It's really just an awesome feeling, knowing that there's so many people cheering you on. It's great.
0: It's a huge impact that you're making. Yeah, yeah. I it, is. It.
1: <laughs> it is, uh, and that's like like one of the things that um, I was going to ask too before we get into our our five questions is. Um, When did you realize that you wanted to or had a great skill for teaching young ladies your messages and your skills as well?
2: Oh, gosh. Two years ago during COVID, and I was, like, times were so uncertain and we really had no idea where the world was going to end up. We had no idea when we were going to be back to normal, note the air quotes going around that, but um, we didn't know if we were ever gonna be in the gym for a full season ever again, kids would be back at school, stuff like that. I started coaching during the 2021 season. So like peak, like through peak COVID, we were in and out, in and out, which was awful, but it was a nice sense knowing that I was helping kids get through it. You know, my coaches pulled me out of one of the crummiest times of my life, and they were there for me, and they helped me and the rest of my team get through all of those lockdowns and all the uncertainty. And it was probably during that season that I was like, I want to coach. I want to always Like, have kids know that there is somebody that they can turn to, whether it's about problems in cheer, outside of the gym, like something's bothering them at school or at home. Like, you never know where a kid is going to come from or what their life is like outside of the gym. But knowing that they can come to you, that's why I love to coach. I love Just having tiny best friends. They're all just such great kids and they're so fun to hang out with. Like sometimes I'm coaching and I'm like, they they're just telling me stories and I'm like, this is this is amazing. We're just having like we're just hanging out together now at this point. I'm not really teaching you much. But just knowing that I'm another person that they can talk to and they can turn to is why I really love what I do.
0: It's a huge protective factor, like in the realm of mental health. And again, like, you know, disclaimer, I'm no expert by any means, but there are things in our life that are protective factors that really help with those things, right? So for you to be like there, and even though you just said now, like, you know, I'm not really teaching them anything, you totally are. I think you are every minute that you're with them because you're teaching them, like, you know, there's safe adults, there's like, Just being a mentor, having these messages, you know, having fun. Like I saw, so you know, usually we're like outside and we don't really get to see things inside. But um, I think the one time we were watching like a dress rehearsal, I don't even know if it was called dress rehearsal, anyways. But you guys were having a bit of a dance party, and I was like, yeah, that's awesome. So there's like so many different elements in there um, that you know, like again, like I feel like there's not like we could talk about it probably forever and all those amazing things. You've shared such an incredible perspective. And I, so Neil just said in the last question before we get to the five questions, but I do, and it's not necessarily that I want to end on this, but, you know, we were shining a really big light on like, definitely like the amazing positive aspects and everything too. But I find, you know, in life when sometimes you're successful, sometimes you're dreaming those big dreams and you're getting those big dreams have you come across, you know, certain situations or people in your life that weren't supportive? And like, how did that make, if you did, right, like, how did that make you feel? And how did you navigate that?
2: I have to admit, I've had really, really great people in my corner, the whole, like, just really my whole life. Um, But everybody comes across people that don't want you to be the person that you want to be. And they try to drag you back and they try to pull you down and tell you that you're not good enough. And I've been really, really lucky that I haven't really faced any of that. I have. Everybody does. It's unfortunately a fact of life. Everybody does go through that. And having one person telling you you're not good enough or you need to work harder or just kind of anything along the lines of you can't do it, that one person means nothing when you have a hundred people telling you that you can. And every once in a while, you do let that voice get to you, that voice telling you that you can't. It does, sometimes it hits hard. Some people take it harder than others. I've definitely had my fair share of you can't I don't know why you're doing this because you cannot do it. But having the right people telling you that you can makes it irrelevant. You don't like that person telling you that you can't is obsolete. They're not there anymore. They don't exist. When you have even five people telling you that you can, when it's the five right people, they're going to pick you right back up, dust you right back off and say, you can do this go do it. And so, and having good coaches, it always comes from good coaches and a good support system for me. It was my mom. Hey mom. Thanks. (laughs) Um, Just being my biggest supporter in everything in my life. And some, everybody's going to be like, well, my parents are just kind of there, but when you have good coaches and good teammates and just other, again, safe adults, Telling you that you can and you're gonna get through it, and you can do it. That one person telling you that can't
1: that you can't
2: doesn't matter.
0: I think that's a great place to Absolutely. end.
1: So, okay, we have five questions for you. Cool. Um, the first one we already know the answer, so I'm going to change it up a little bit. So, life is about finding your community. Other than your mom, who is your biggest cheerleader in your life?
2: Oh goodness, probably. My best friend, my co-coach—I'm not gonna name her by name just because I did not yeah, ask her. <laughs> but she um, has gotten me through a lot of things in my life. I have, obviously, everybody has some stuff going on. I have family problems and. I am going to actually bring this up because I do think it is an important topic. Unfortunately, my dad passed away before I was born. So I didn't have, I have countless like paternal figures in my life that stepped in and took over that role for me and my brothers, which was really important. But having my best friend, even though I met her when I was eight, she's been with me for the last 10 years. And she has pulled me up from the ground and said, you're fine. Keep going. I'm here. Everybody's here for you. And you're going to make it through. And she is probably, other than my mom, my biggest cheerleader in this life. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Amazing relationship. Okay. Life is about reflecting. Reflecting back, what is a moment that makes you feel proud?
2: My goodness. I'm very, very fortunate to say that I have a lot of moments, but I have personal moments as an athlete, as well as a coach, and just as a person as well. I'm going to keep it to cheer, though. My favorite and proudest moment was when Madness won nationals. So I, not even because they won, but because I watched them work through an entire season, and I'm not a—I'm not an easy coach. I don't let them get away with a lot, to be honest.
1: No, we've—we've we've been told that you know, <laughs> like we're, yeah. uh, were some sort of uh, what was it? Um, uh, some sort of policing of them. And- <laughs> we've been told about the burpees and we've been told about that. So yeah, we know and we're grateful for it because it's much better from you than it is from us.
2: (laughs) Yeah. um, It's just this funny like gimmick that me and my co-coach have for the performance police. And we just have like funny badges and we hand out fines. So like if something (laughs) goes wrong, they just do burpees like it's and it's good conditioning and it just makes them, it makes them think about it more, which is really good. Um, But yeah, no, my proudest moment was when they won because they, obviously they were excited to win, but they were also excited that they had accomplished something that we didn't know was going to be possible for them. They were against 16 teams. It was a big, big moment for them and they had worked so hard and they had worked through a lockdown and virtual practices and they had overcome An entire year of lockdowns, a month of a lockdown, restrictions left and right, and these six, seven, and eight-year-olds worked through something that some 18-year-olds couldn't handle. And these young, young kids came out the other side with smiles on their faces and, like, incredible confidence, and it was, like... I cried when they called them. I was like in full tears and I was like, this is so amazing for them. And it was just incredible watching them work to get to that goal that they all wanted for themselves. My co-coach and I had no expectations. We told them, you're gonna work as hard as you're gonna work and if you get somewhere great and if you don't, that's okay. We don't need you guys to win. We want you to feel that you've done your best and that's all that matters. And they did, and they won, which was fantastic. But they were proud of themselves, and we were proud of them. But knowing they had that sense of, oh, my gosh, we were so good, was, like, really amazing. Oh,
0: well, huge internal messages that they're going to carry with them, like, forever. Um, and also, yeah, they did walk away with a lot of hardware and medals here for sure. <laughs> yeah, so, definitely. But, like – Do you have a a personal proud moment that you want to share as well that
2: comes to mind? Oh, my gosh. Worlds last year was just so incredible for (laughs) my team. We brought home Ottawa's first globe, which is a trophy for those that are not in this year's community listening to this. But um, that was a really big deal for us. I've been in the sport for a long time. I've watched a lot of teams from the gym go to Worlds. I've been to Worlds, and none of us, none of the staff, the gym owner, nobody thought a team from our gym would ever do that. A team from our small little gym in this big city was going to do something like that. And my team did it. And it was phenomenal. So great.
0: So awesome. I have all the goosebumps about that.
1: Okay. So life is about having a vision. What is something uh, on your vision board or a big dream that you have right now?
2: I mean, cheer wise this year i want a first place globe i want
1: to win we want that too okay
2: <laughs> I'm gonna put that out there i want to win but um honestly just in my life i just want to be happy i don't know if that sounds like kind of wishy-washy but knowing that i have done good things in my life that's just where I want to be in my life. I want to help continue to coach and help kids. I'm going into sports psychology. So knowing if I can help kids get through things like in their sports and come out the other side and still love their sport at the end, then I'll know that I've done something right in my life.
0: That's incredible. Dream those big dreams out loud. That's what we keep saying. Yep. So first at world, we'll keep saying it out loud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, life is about filling up your cup. What is something that fills up your cup?
2: Oh my gosh. I really like that question actually. I don't know if I fully have a good answer for you, but something that fills my cup is my family. I have a really really good family on like my mom's side and my dad's side as well, still having them in Our lives is great. They were helping us pack up our house today, which was awesome. Um, But yeah, having my family around and just spending time with them is my favorite thing. Honestly, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love cheer, but just hanging out with my family. We play cards and we play board games. And of course, we're competitive at that too. But (laughs) it's just something really special. And it's something that I hope is around for a really long time.
1: Uh, Okay, life is nourishing. What's your favorite meal?
2: I think this is going to be a really bad answer. (laughs) Um, Being such a competitive athlete, um, I don't eat very healthy, which is not my favorite thing in the world. But, you know, I'm on the road a lot, so it gets a little tricky. I love chicken nuggets, like, a lot. Like, I'm still a four-year-old, but I really just (laughs) – they're so good like any brand any kind any restaurant doesn't yeah. matter yeah like i'm i'm the grown adult that sits in a restaurant i'm like do you guys have chicken fingers that's me
1: yeah protein be, or <laughs> the kids menu for the years to come with
2: yeah protein. exactly you're jelly of the kids menu so you get wicked stuff with it <laughs> exactly <laughs>
0: Okay. So our bonus question is life is about getting outside. What is your favorite outdoor activity or travel destination?
2: Oh, outdoor activity. Um, I love to surf, um, and travel destination. I've once again, very fortunate. Chira has taken me a lot of places. I've also had opportunities outside of cheer that have taken me to cool places too. I've been to Europe a couple times, but really I'd love Florida. I've been so many times and there's just something about it that just feels like a home away from home. It's so like calming and it's just warm all the time. (laughs) I don't like winter. It's not for me, but my My favorite memory growing up would always be be going to Cocoa Beach with my mom and my brothers and we'd go to Ron John's. If you've ever been to the Ron Johns at Cocoa Beach, that is an experience within itself. Um and going surfing, sitting on the beach, surfing. There's nothing like it. It's just oh talking about it's making me feel so good about it. <laughs> it's yeah, I love Florida and I, I really do love being outside, especially in the summer. Walking my dog Like, so something so simple and easy, but just Mm -hmm. getting nice, fresh air and hanging out with my pup is really great.
0: That's amazing. Thank you for sharing all of your wisdom, all of your messages. There were so many. Honestly, I really think every sentence you said, I was like, wow, we got to write that one down and that one. And I was nodding and like, you know, definitely so much resonated with me. And I hope that you know that you are an incredible individual. You have such a profound impact and especially on little ones. That's something that's really huge. And we are absolutely grateful that you have had such a tremendous impact on like our daughter's life and these messages that have helped her grow and like open up and become like this incredible eight-year-old that like has this, you know, this life ahead of her too. Um, like that's just Yeah.
1: It's yeah, you can't put a price on, it. like we said, we'll keep paying whatever, <laughs> whatever whatever the price is, we'll keep paying for it, honestly.
2: Chicken nuggets for life. Yeah. <laughs>
1: now, now that we know that we'll just be sending you <laughs> chicken nuggets all the time. But, but yeah, thank you so much for not only sharing your perspective, which was, you know, for your age, quite profound. Like yeah. you said this for for the last two years. Um, you clearly have a lot of great influences in your life to give you all that messages and for you to be able to share mm-hmm. that with so many little young ladies. Um, uh, the cheer gym is very lucky mm-hmm. to have that. And so are those little girls. So thank you for sharing your perspective, uh, not only in this episode, but um, each and every time that they they see you.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's something to be said and passed on to is like, we're grateful for all the influences that you've had on your life so that you can pass that on. As well and there's so many messages like yes you know we talked about cheer specifically but wow just even in terms of like being able to apply all of those to life in general like i feel like i've learned so much from you as well that we said like a lot of things that you said i'm like oh my goodness we just learned this in the last like 365 days. Like what, what is happening? Who are you? No, I'm kidding. But thank you so much for spending time with us and sharing your perspective, because this is why we really want to have this series too, is that it's so important because it does enrich life in general when you take into account those amazing perspectives that you come across in life. So thank you for spending time with us today.
2: Thanks for having me guys.
1: You're very welcome. Um, So, yes, everybody, thank you for joining this extended episode. We could not uh, have cut this off any sooner because there's just, like you said, so many messages. So thank you for sticking with us until the end of this episode. Uh, And we really look forward to having more uh, perspective episodes, but as well just more episodes as we move along. So thanks for joining us and have a great day, everybody.